Welcome back to Barstools in a Basement. Today we have an amazing special guest and rapper and producer Taylor Pearson. But before we start, we want to recognize the sponsor of today's episode, which is Tyler's Golf Bags. If you're a loved one needs to replace their raggedy old golf bag, check these guys out, man. These bags are made by the golfer and for the golfer. Each and every one is handcrafted and fully customizable to fit every golfer's needs and wants. They come in a multitude of different patterns and styles and are exactly what you need. No lie, man. These things are so, so, so nice. Need a Christmas present for your dad, boyfriend, uncle, anything, man. Check these guys out. The only thing better than these golf bags are the people that are making them. No golf bag will be more reliable, useful, or great looking than Tyler's Golf Bags. You can check them out on Instagram at Tyler's Golf Bags or go to tylersgolfbags.com to put in an order or get more information. Thank you, Tyler's Golf Bags. Alone in a world of my own, no, I did this all on my own I just thank God cause I'm living, yeah, making sacrifices, always giving Only 18, let me tell you my story, I go through pain just to get to the glory I'm in a world of my own, no, I did this all on my own, look I don't be sleeping at night, no, I always stay awake The bottom of my problems, the thought of it blossoms together That knowledge to get me ahead The thought of the money, it gets to my head The bottom of my problems, they get in my head How do I stop it cause I do not want it I need some help, I be ending up dead Concert cost just forty-five cents. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Fifty cent featuring Nickelback. Wow. Wait, you said forty-five cents? Yeah, because you get a nickel back from fifty cents. Oh, that's <laughs> fifty-five cents. It's not forty-five cents. Five. Welcome back to Barstool's in a basement. We're actually in a basement this time. This time we have a freaking dope special guest. His name. It's Taylor Pearson. Welcome yeah. to the basement. <laughs> What's Getty? <clears throat> Tissues. <laughs> Taylor's a rapper. I am. I do engage in that. Mm. He's on the rise. Yeah. He is on the rise. Give us a little rundown, like your job description. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, what do I do? Yeah, Taylor, um, what do you do? Yeah. I make music. Um, I produce my stuff. I write my stuff. And I make I make slaps. That's what I do. Heck yeah, man. It's pretty simple. I can vouch for that. I, uh, they are slaps. I make music and I secure the bag. That's what I do. That's what you have to do. That's what it's, there's no other way. Right. So. What new slaps are coming out? You need a sneak peek? Oh, <laughs> I can't leak my own music like that. There's some stuff in the in the vault, though. Just just know that. There's when, some bangers. When was the last time you went out to L.A.? I went out to L.A. What's today? The 20th? I went out a month ago. Okay. The 15th of October. And I uh, made some bangers. I got four done. Okay. So, in two days, I think. Cool. It's so, grinding. Yeah. Wow. So, you go out to LA, like, to go to the studio? Yeah. So, there's a studio I go to there. Um, it's in North Hollywood. And I was there Monday, Tuesday, and I think they were both nine-hour sessions. It was, like, 18 hours in two days. Jeez. Which is quite a bit. Wow. But, uh, yeah. We spent a total of an hour working on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So. And then most of the time we don't even listen to it. Just yeah, that was best. Like, that sounded pretty good. We're just gonna this on Spotify. We could record literally an hour and then have an hour's worth of like nothing after that. We forgot to stop and we post it. So we to it. Record or film? Oh my! I said record. You, could, you <laughs> could say we're grinding. Like probably oh, yeah. three hours a week. Oh yeah, easy. 
It's like another part time job. Yeah, it, it is, really dude. is, bro. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Respect, though. The podcast yeah. is it's going good for you guys. Talking all the time, dude. My jaw. <laughs> dude, the, Gosh. I didn't realize the physical, like, strains. It's, yeah, it is. part time job, but I have Takes a pull. <laughs> my, <laughs> my back sitting in this bar stool, there's no support for my back. So. Yeah. Get sore. We give our guests support though. Yeah, no, I got the, got the I got the backing on that. Barstool so. with, with the backing. Back <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, you working on an album? No. So what the plan is is I'm gonna do January. When January comes, I'm gonna do singles for nine months. Okay. And then there's gonna be a song every two weeks. So for nine months from January, nine ten months, I don't know yet. Um, there's gonna be singles every two weeks with content. So there's gonna be music videos. There's gonna be lyric videos. There's gonna be like interviews and stuff like that um and then after that possibly being booked for like a pretty big festival in ohio let's go so i don't know if i'm like legally allowed to like leave you heard it here first <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if i can like talk about the oakland yet you might as well tell us the songs you're releasing too uh, <laughs> yeah and who you're featuring with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah so I'm, I'm booked for that and then right before i'm booked for that i'm gonna be dropping a project so it'll be like promo for the project at the festival so, so like a project be like an ep yeah so it'd be an ep so probably like eight songs or something like that um and then after, if that goes well singles again and then an album probably in like a year or two something okay. like that let's go heck yeah man so on top of working on an ep and all this stuff are you like do you have any features i do anybody I, like plus one i don't know if i can openly say right but, i don't like I don't want to like you to give away any names, but like we don't want you getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so like I do, yeah, I have a couple features. Most of it though is gonna be all me. So like, Good. part of like my like brand and my imaging, um, like obviously I started releasing music a year ago. So like last August I put out my first song as an artist. Like no one knew who I was, mm-hmm. whatever. You but, just released a song. So I released a song. I put a song out. I produced it. I wrote it. I engineered it, which means I, I mixed the vocals for it. Whatever. Put out the song. Within like the first week, I think it did like. 10,000 streams, which I was like, oh, I don't know how to explain how that happened. It just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. So like across, I put it on Spotify and um, iTunes and YouTube, whatever. Across all those, there was like 10,000 streams. So then I just kind of ran with it and I was like, okay, this is like something that people want to listen to. Um, and then I just, it just kept going. And then I got featured on like, I think like World Star posted it on like one of their Twitters. And then there was another like, uh, those like rap pages that post stuff, mm-hmm. they posted one I think of I them. Remember that. Yeah, they, pop hype yeah, yeah, something like that. One of them had like six hundred thousand followers, something like that, and they just they hit me up and they're like, yeah, like this is dope. I want to post it, so I'm like, cool, let's see it. So they posted it and it did numbers, and then I think after the first month, I think it was at like fifty thousand streams for the one song, right? So this was something I literally recorded it in my closet. I had my mic running from like my desk into my closet, and I was like, I had clothes in there, so I'm like cramped, trying to like <laughs> record it. Then I just put it out, and it, like, I don't want to say it blew up, but, like, it, it had a little bit of traction. Kind of popped yeah. off. Yeah, so then I kind of ran with that, and that's when last October I put out Hollywood Devil, mm-hmm. and that's, like, f- from now, or, like, year to date, like, that's, like, my most popular song that I have, and I only have four of them out. So then it was, uh, it was January that I have a manager, her name's Rachel, she's super dope, she found some of my stuff, um, and since then I just haven't really been releasing anything, it's m- mostly just, like, uh, work behind the scenes and stuff mm-hmm. so a lot of people are like oh like why'd you drop off like why are you not dropping anything whatever it's like I am like I'm working day in and day out like doing stuff for the past nine ten months Jeez. I mean it's all, almost been a year so last January is when I started going to LA and stuff and like really taking it seriously um, but yeah there's like a lot of big stuff coming so heck yeah man that's cool yeah, yeah I'm looking at your Spotify right now you have 611 monthly listeners 
Hollywood Devil got 66,000 plays. Just on Spotify. Alone. Yeah. Alone, which was the, the newest one, right? Mm-hmm. That one got 22,000. That one's fire. Thank you. Oh, that one. That's my favorite one. Thank you. Fake got 42K, and Rockstar got 43. And I don't know what your uh, Apple Music Yeah, so it's about the is. same. I think Hollywood Devil has like 100,000 on, on Apple Music. Um, and then like YouTube and SoundCloud, all those. If you add all of those together, I think it's close mm-hmm. to like almost a million like streams. Yeah, I believe across it. all platforms, something like that. Um, but yeah, like it just kind of, that's all like independent too. Like there is no like nobody's really pushing that. That was me like every night sending my music out to random people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Instagram comments, like self promoting the shit out of myself. Like yo, yeah. like listen to my music, please. <laughs> like, but I don't do that anymore. Oh, uh, you were one of those guys. <laughs> it was, but I, it wasn't in the fact because there was like some dudes who were like, dude, shut up. And like, you go into any comment section now and it, that's all it is. But yeah. It, yeah, I learned real quick. I was like, no, nah, I need to stop that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a process for sure. Yeah. So now are you, uh, are you still making your own beats? Yeah. So, the, oh yeah, that's what I think what I was leading into. Yeah. So as far as the features, um, most of like what I want my image and like my branding to be is like myself, like everything from the production to the, the writing of it to like the creation of it is all me. And like, you take like someone like Russ, like people have their like views about Russ, whatever. But like for me, he's probably like one of the most influential artists that's out there right now because he produces all of his stuff. He mm-hmm. writes all of his stuff. He pushes everything out himself and he doesn't need anyone to do that. And so like, that's kind of what where I'm going with that too because that's what I've always done right even from the start like it was me by myself in my room pushing all of it out promoting it producing it mixing it whatever all myself so like going on when I actually kind of like because since I've rebranded a little bit the music's a little bit different it's more more melodic I guess you could say like mm. the, the chorus is more like melodic and then it's not as hard as it was before it's not like a hard rap the whole time it's more like structured now um, I like that. That's my kind of rap. I don't yeah. like, like, in your face. Like yeah, that. yeah. And that's why, like, that, like I said before, like, a year ago, I didn't really know what I was doing. I kind of just threw stuff out and mm-hmm. it threw it on the wall and it stuck. I was like, cool. Now it's like I took a step back and I realized, like, the big picture now, like, this is, like, this is my career. Like, this is, I'm not going to school. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This is, like, something to take seriously. So you have to, like, look and make a game plan. Like, before I was just doing whatever I wanted and it worked. Luckily. Like, somehow it worked. Yeah. Now it's like I have an actual game plan and I have to stick to it and I have to be like self-disciplined because like there's been so many times in the last nine months where like I have 30 songs on my phone that I want to post that I think every time I make a song I'm like oh this could be the one this could be the one and I know it can be but it's it's on my phone you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it's not I want to post it but I have to like I have to be disciplined in it I guess that's cool but yeah I mean I have there's like two or three people um, the third one's like iffy. I don't know if we're actually gonna release that song, but there's so far it's like two solid features I have right now in a song. But there were songs that I produced as well, so it was basically just me and then um, that person on as a feature. So. Did you just hit him up and say, hey, like I want you on the song? So like, no. Um, the way it was, it's weird how like stuff works like that. Cause I was actually at a studio in Hollywood when we were recording, and he was next door. See, I I don't know if I can like openly like say like who <laughs> you just, it was. Don't say the name. Yeah, he was openly, like, or he was recording next door, and it was one of those things where it was, like, do I go in? Like, I knew who it was, and I was with, like, a group of people that, um, like, my manager was there, and then a couple other, like, engineers and stuff were there, and I was, like, do I go in? Like, do I say something? I don't know, and then I kind of was, like, trying to go to the bathroom, like, trying to time it, Mm -hmm. where he's leaving, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, 
and then we started like talking and then I guess like one of the, the dudes in his crew like knew someone in mine and then they just started talking and then they came to the studio and everyone was just kind of like drinking and smoking and chilling whatever and a song happened and I was like wow like I don't know in the Uber ride home back to like my hotel I was just like how did that I don't know how did that happen <laughs> but I'll take it so he's a yeah he's a super dope so uh, dope dude so definitely Heck gonna yeah, be cool awesome. for that yeah that was really good to hear and it's cool cause you said like you started this and then just do what you wanted. Yeah. And it's cool, like, you had all these things happen to where you can take a step back now. Yeah. And become, like, more mature in your music and stuff. And yeah, for sure. Not there was just hammer out what you want to do. You yeah. have a group, solid group of people around you being like, no, we've, we've done this. Yeah. No, and that's, that's the big thing, too, is that, like, a lot of the people that I'm with or that I'm in a room with are people that have Grammys or that they have plaques on the wall because they've gone platinum you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like my manager um and another A&R that I've been working with is the same one for Machine and Kelly so it's like big people that I'm talking to and big people that like respect mm-hmm. me and what I'm making and stuff mm-hmm. which is like super cool to see that um and as far as like get advice and actually like take that in instead of just like okay whatever yeah because they know what they're doing so yeah definitely for sure on that one that's awesome man dude thank how, you how was the two short deal that was so. That was interesting too. Uh, that oh, was yeah. explain. That was, okay, so basically, last I think what was that? It was like December. It was the end of December. Um, this booking agent had hit me up, and at this point, I didn't have a manager. I was like, just doing exactly what I said I was doing, completely independent, just like throwing stuff out, seeing if it would stick. And this booking agent hit me up, and uh, Too Short was coming to town with Snoop Dogg, and. Too Short's like a big like Oakland rapper. He's really big on like the West Coast. He's like one of the pioneers of gangster rap. Yeah, so he's like he's in his he's probably like in his fifties now, close to it. Um, yeah, but it was like the nineties era basically was like was his his time. Um, and so he hit me up, this little white boy from this suburb here, and I was like, "You want me to open for him?" Like, <laughs> okay. So I took it, and he's like, "Yo, like, have you ever performed before?" Because like we need like experienced openers. I was like, "Yeah, like I've done." handful of shows like probably 20 and i've never done a show <laughs> that was the very first time he's like, all right cool there's gonna be about two thousand people there and i'm like two thousand people like okay yeah it's pretty big for a first that, show that's a yeah and i'm like okay cool whatever so in my room like i had like three weeks notice so in my room every day i'm just like practicing like it's a lot to like sing and rap and stuff and like move around and have energy like that's a lot it's actually like a lot of cardio that's how I feel. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I no it, it really is. So like, to like move around and like jump around and try and be like energetic and yeah. stuff, that's a lot. So I was, that's what I was most nervous for was just like being able to like sing because I didn't know, I, did, I just didn't know. I'd never done it. So like whatever. So um, I think it was at the, I think it was at the Marquee Theater, um, which is like a big venue like downtown. So I like roll up the night of. And I was supposed to do two shows. I was supposed to do the main show, and then I was supposed to do the after party, which was, like, a few hours after um, at another venue, um, probably, like, 30 minutes away. And so I, I roll up there um, with one of, like, my really good friends, John, and we went there together, and we walk in, and he, they wouldn't let us in. They're like, yeah, you can't be here. And I was like, no, 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 like, I'm performing. Like, I'm supposed to be here. He's like, I don't know who you are. And I was like, okay, well, like, <laughs> just I'm performing. The fire, <laughs> yeah, and so I'm getting, like, that. yeah, I'm getting, like, super nervous because, like, no one's let me in. And then the booking agent that I, that it booked me, like, wasn't answering his phone. And I'm like, I'm sitting out here for, like, an hour, and the show's in, like, 30 minutes. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be backstage for soundcheck, like, an hour ago. So I'm sitting out here, and it's freezing cold. Like, I was literally wearing a shirt and pants like I wasn't wearing a jacket it was freezing cold 
And so, like, he finally let me in, whatever, and the booking agent comes, and he grabs me, and I kind of just, like, flipped the security guard off. I was like, whatever, like, you don't even know me. Like, just wait 30 minutes, and you'll see me, whatever. So, like, we go in there, and they throw me in this back room, like, this prepping area, and there's, like, five other openers in there, and they're all, like, loose and relaxed because they've done this a million times. And I'm this white, I'm the, literally the only white kid in this venue. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. I'm the only white kid. Me and John are the only white kids. And because it's all, it's like Oakland. It's like, that's, that's what it is. That's the mm-hmm. culture, which like is super dope. But like for me to be in there and for like them to accept me wasn't as like easy as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So whatever they, they introduced me and I think I was like the third opener to go. There was two other openers before me and I had, I think I had like a 15 minute set or something like that. And then after me, it was it was too short right after that. So like the crowds are getting hyped up, whatever. I walk out and everyone's kind of like having a good time. And then they kind of, it just goes silent and they look at me and I'm just like, Oh my God. Is that good? Like, is this what's supposed to happen? So I'm like, you know, I like bring that, this like crazy energy. I'm like, what's up? And they're not feeling it. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm just going to do my shit. Like play the song. So he like starts to play the song. And I think I opened up with fake. So it was like just a club kind of record anyway. And within the first, like, 10 seconds, no one's really moving, and I'm starting to rap, whatever. And then the verse started, and then everyone kind of started, like, nodding their head. And then I got a little bit more confident, because people are, like, actually, like, rocking with it. Um, And then there was a couple girls, like, in the front row that, like, threw their beer up or something, and then they, like, tried to grab me and get me on, to get on stage (laughs) or whatever. And I was like, okay, this is when, like, I kind of, like, relaxed a lot more. And then people started throwing their hands up, and they're moving around. And I think I did, like, three songs, um, and then they really started to feel it. And then I got off. Too Short came on, and then I watched that, and then I went to the venue, the after-party venue, and did the same thing, killed it. They wanted me, they booked me again for, like, three other shows, which was, like, super dope. But it was definitely, like, a, a cool experience to, like, do that as, like, a first show, especially, like, that many people at one time, yeah. uh, which was, like, it was it was pretty cool. But uh, that was the first time that I ever performed, so <laughs> it was, like, a huge learning experience. Um, but I was definitely, like, super grateful that it happened, but yeah. Did you ever talk to Two Shorts? I did, yeah. So, like, he... Obviously, like, he had no clue who I was. Like, mm-hmm. he was just the opener, the bookers um, who booked me, just whatever. So, at the after party, though, it was for him. And I think it was, like, him. Snoop Dogg was supposed to be there, but he, like, didn't come. Someone's like, yeah, he's, he's too high. He's not coming, whatever. <laughs> not surprised, whatever. So, uh, Two Short was supposed to be there. I performed at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning at that after party he was supposed to be there at three and he wasn't there so they're like whatever just perform so i performed and uh there was i don't know maybe like 200 people there there wasn't it wasn't a crazy amount but still enough to like perform in front of somebody he comes at like four or four thirty in the morning and at this point like i'm just tired like i just want to go sleep i want to go home but i wanted to meet him and like see what happened mm. so he comes and like he's super drunk at this point and he's like calling girls on stage he's like come dance like whatever he Everyone thought he was he was supposed to perform. Like, he had a set list, and um, he just didn't. He just called girls on stage, and they were just dancing for him and stuff, which was, like, dope. Like, it was it was funny to see that. Um, and he's like, yeah, like, I want some of the openers to come on and freestyle. And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> none of the other openers were there. They all left, so it was just me. And I'm like, cool, like, I'll come up. And so, the same thing. It's I like, can right here, I'll do it. Too short. Yeah. I can do it. Literally, yeah. They're all, all the all the dudes that had been there before were, like, hyping me up. They're like, bro, like, Taylor, get up there. I'm like, nah, like, I don't want to. Like, I'm good. They're like, no, no, no. no. So, they, like, carried me up there, and I go up there. Same thing. I'm the only white kid in this building. Like, literally the only white kid. Wasn't that, like, a hookah lounge? Yeah, it was at a, but it was, like, a venue. It's a venue, but, yeah, it's, like, a hookah lounge, and there's, like, pool. They have, like, a cigar lounge there or whatever. So, it's, like, this big stage, and they have all these lights and stuff. 
and uh, I go up there and I'm like, I'm super tired. Like I'm, I'm on like two hours of sleep because I didn't sleep the night before because I was so nervous. Um, and so I get up there and they're playing the beat, but I like, I couldn't hear the beat. Cause like all these girls are dancing and screaming in front of me. And he's like, he's yelling, he's like throwing money everywhere. And I'm just like trying to like find the beat and I can't hear it. So I start rapping, but it's off beat. Cause I can't hear the beat. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, no, 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 turn the music off. Turn the music off. The music goes silent. And I'm just like, yeah, like, was that good? Oh, no, <laughs> Did I kill I it or what? <laughs> Cause I couldn't he's hear myself. Gross, yeah. And he grabs he's me the mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He grabs the mic and he goes, what the hell was that? And I was like, damn like i couldn't hear the beat and that was that so that was that was when i met him and then after the show uh or after his little after party thing he came up to me and he's like bro like i heard you killed it earlier like i was just giving you a hard time earlier and i was like yeah it's, it's all good like it's whatever but everyone like but that freestyle yeah sucked. yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like hey but i couldn't hear the beat so like whatever he's like, but, i'm just kidding but totally serious yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah no but he was he was uh, a good sport about it um cool guy Definitely like a different lifestyle than like what we're all used to. It's just on the Peoria. road. Yeah, it's <laughs> on the road all the time doing shows and stuff, which sounds crazy. But yeah, that was that was my first show. So that night was like one of the like lit most lit night of my life. Like <laughs> that single night. But yeah, you got thrown to the walls performing wise. What you got thrown to the walls? I did. Yeah, they just kind of threw me out there, and it was sink or swim, and I I swam. Yeah. Good. That's good. That's yeah. Good. It was, there was no other choice. It was either be embarrassed and still have to walk off or like do good and walk off and have people like look at you. Cause I had to walk the only exit out of like the, the main venue was like through the front. Cause the back, they were doing construction or something. So I had to walk through the crowd anyway, or not through the crowd, but on the side of the venue to get out. Hmm. So if I sucked, like I had to see all that again. People one more time. Beer yeah. 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 You but, suck. You suck. No, nah, they were like dapping me up and they wanted me, they wanted to take pictures with me and stuff. So it was cool. But that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Heck yeah. This isn't about music, but I know you have you have a different opinion on college. I do. Because yeah. we all go to college, but mm-hmm. still, like, I know you have an opinion about college, and I just want to hear what your take is on that. So, like, my thing about school and stuff is, like, I always hated school. It wasn't, like, something I, like, I wasn't ever bad in school. Like, I always did my classes and did what I had to do to get through it, but it, it wasn't something that I was, like, looking forward to do after I graduated high school being 18 years old. And for me, like, I always knew, even from, like, before high school started, like, I always knew there was going to be something for me that was, like, not the traditional way to go um, as far as, like, what I wanted to do as my job. So I always knew, like, when when I was younger, like, I wanted to be an entertainer of some type. Like, I just didn't know what it was. And that's kind of like when YouTube, like, when we were in eighth grade, like, YouTube was, like, really hot. It's still really hot. (laughs) I wanted to be a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, people are vlogging. (laughs) And then, like, high school, like, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, like, that was the big thing. It was, like, Mm -hmm. vlogging and people getting famous on YouTube, whatever. And it wasn't even so much like the fame part that I was concerned about. I was just like doing something that I wanted to do and that I loved. And I knew I somehow I wanted to entertain people. I just didn't know how. And then um, like my sophomore year, um, I got into like digital music music production. So like I had to, they had a class actually at the high school for that. So I took that. Um, but I've always done like music since I was younger. So anyway, so I started like selling beats and stuff in high school. Um, and I was reaching out to like a lot of YouTubers and I stuff to that. use, yeah, remember, to use my uh, music. You were in a Tanner Fox video. Yeah, so like oh, I, right. I, I, he had posted something on his story about like needing music for a vlog or whatever, and I was like, yo, like if you need music, like hit, hit me up, let me know. And he's like, yeah, send me something. And he gave me his email, and I was like, well, that was easy. So <laughs> I, I think that was like my junior year. Or yeah, maybe that was sweet. I remember. Yeah, that. it was either junior or senior year that happened. So I'd been making beats for like a year, and I thought I was like super good. I thought I was like crazy at it. <laughs> 
looking back at that now, some of the stuff I sent him, I'm like, that was terrible, but he, he used it. So like, I remember one day, um, he used it for a video. It was like him and Faze Rug and they bought, he had just got like a Lamborghini or something and Tanner had his GTR or whatever. So they made a montage and one of my beats was in there and he didn't credit me. And I was like, what the heck dude? Like, what are you doing? And then, um, anyway, he ended up using it for a couple of videos. Um, and then a couple other YouTubers hit me up and I was like, I wasn't making any money. It was just more like exposure. Um, as far as like beats and stuff. So I'd get more traffic to like my website where I was selling the beats. Um, but yeah, I just knew that like, I didn't want to go to school. I knew that like I could make money other ways cause I didn't want to sit in a classroom for another four or five, six years or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, I just like out of high school, um, I was actually supposed to go to some college in Florida for music production. Like t- they had a private university that like built producers and stuff. And it was a two-year university, but it was super expensive, and I didn't have enough money to go. So I just ended up, so this is last year, I just ended up putting out the song in August, like when everyone's going back to school, and that was my version of like trying to do something, like being productive. So I put it out, and then all of last year was just like an uphill ride of like all these things kept happening, and these connections, and me networking with people. And that's really all like any industry is, is just like networking with people. So like even in a job, if you go to school, like you can get a degree, you can get you know, you can study for as long as you want, but if you get out and you don't have the connections to like use what you just learned or use, yeah, it's all what, about you know. Exactly. That's ex- how the world works. So like for me, I'm like, I don't need to sit in a classroom for four years to do that. Like I can do that myself and that's what I've been doing. Um, so yeah, I mean like everyone's dream is going to be different. Obviously, like if you want to be a doctor, you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm going to be a doctor without going to school. It doesn't work like that. So for my, like, my perspective on school and stuff is not going to work for everyone. And if you already know what you're going to do, then that's on you. And like you, you have to make it happen yourself. For me, like that's just not something that I ever wanted to do. And I don't ever want to do it. Like mm-hmm. I don't ever want to go back to school because I know that I can, the way that I'm moving now, that's how I'm going to go with it. But yeah, that's my perspective. On Probably that. gave you the drive in high school though, to not want to go to college. Yeah. Like that was like me sitting in a classroom, um, especially like some of the honors classes that I took, like, I'm like, why am I here? Like, why am I, <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to use this. Like, and it was, you know, take honor classes for this. Cause it'll look better on your college. And I'm like, I'm not even, I don't want to go to college. Like, why am I, why am I sitting here? And it was, I don't know. It was, I kind of made a decision, um, last year. Like I was supposed to go to, I was going to do online school kind of just to get my foot in the door to say I was doing something. But then I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time. Like, you know, doing something 50% if I know I'm not even going to like it versus I'd rather just go hard with something like music or something. Right. Um, but that's not always the popular opinion. But you, like can, the, you can always go to college. No, yeah, I can always, I can out, always go, go back. Yeah. Or even if I, this, the route that I'm, no, I don't even want to say that because it, it, it's going to work out. Like I don't yeah. have a plan B because like the whole thing about like having a backup plan, everyone's like, oh, what's your backup plan? What are you going to do? If the, there is no backup plan because this, the main plan is going to work. Like it's, if you manifest something, which, like, for me, like, manifestation is, like, a huge thing for me that I believe in. It's, like, if you, you like, say something and you're going to – you put that out to the world that you're going to do this and it's on you to make it happen. And if you don't, then obviously, like, you just didn't have the drive to begin with. So, mm-hmm. like, for me, like, I'm going to make this happen. So, like, two years from now, three years from now, this is going to be a completely different story. Like, my narrative is going to go so many different places in there because I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I'm gonna work day in and day out to make it happen, and like even the sacrifices that I've already made, it's gonna be amplified going forward. That the things that I'm gonna do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
I will literally sleep in my car or I, I've slept in people's closets before when I go to LA if I don't have a hotel because I didn't have the money that week because I used it to record because recording in LA is not cheap like I'm talking like a couple hundred dollars an hour like 150 yeah. an hour depending on where you go yeah. plus a plane ticket there or if you're driving you know what I mean like it's a lot of money so all the money that I'm making off of my music I'm just putting it right back into the music because that's yeah. that's how I'm not gonna you know what I mean I'm not gonna blow a bag on like designer stuff if I'm, I'm not trying to fake live a lifestyle that I don't have yet you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's reinvesting into it you differ from a lot of other people in that industry too because every small-time rapper is like yo dude I just bought this new Gucci bag. no and that, like that's that's part of the mentality too is like that's what a SoundCloud rapper is that's what mm-hmm. like diet I hate that term but I also like it fits for a lot of people because a lot of people like I don't even know how to explain that like they'll they'll make their first thousand dollars or they'll make their, their first five thousand dollars whatever and then they'll blow a bag on gucci and louis vuitton and whatever and they get a nice car and that they're renting that they don't even own mm-hmm. just to like have that image but at the end i don't care what you think of me i don't care what i drive i don't care what i wear whatever at the end of the day it's like a lot of these like rapper even like the mainstream rappers like they're not yeah. as rich as you think they are like they're not anywhere close to what you think they are or how they perceive themselves or most of the jewelry isn't even theirs. There's a lot of times that they, for music videos, they're just renting jewelry. That's not even their jewelry. <laughs> so, like, as far as, like, myself, like, and like I said before, Russ is, like, a huge person that I've looked up to as far as, like, um, steps he took to get to that next level is, like, reinvesting in yourself all the time. Never, never just, like, sitting back and relaxing just because, like, you can't. Like, you just have to keep <clears throat> going. You know what I mean? Right. And I know a little bit of Russ's story where he started off, like, in the whole party scene, he's doing all the drugs, he's with all the women, mm-hmm. and now he's as he's matured, he's like, no, screw that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to focus on what I want to do, and all this other stuff is just distractions that's yeah. going to get in the way of where I want to go. Yeah, yeah, and you're doing it because you love it. Yeah, that's like even like athletes, mm. freaking so many athletes go bankrupt, and it's like, how do you even? Yeah, exactly. How did you just blow fifty mil? No, it's, it's when you care more about your image than what you're doing. That's a lot of people too. Like you go to LA. Um, like, L.A. now is a different place than it was last year for me as far as, like, my position that I'm in. Because now I'm rolling around with people who are, like, actually living that life. So, for me, it's I'm not posing that I'm living it. I'm, I'm like, halfway into living it, halfway not. Because then when I get off the flight back here, I'm back to, like, you this. know you know what I mean? But yeah. when I'm there, like, I'm recording and I'm going out with these people. and But, like, the, the amount of, like, fake people that are there... That like you just know like I just I can read people really good so like when I go to a party there or when I'm going out with these people or even into like another session with these people it's like a lot of the other like random people that we meet perceive themselves as that they're like you have a hundred thousand Instagram followers and you have a blue check on Instagram and you're like you have this and you have a Louis Vuitton backpack but you go home to a one bedroom apartment that's thirty square feet and you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you're not yeah. what you say you are bro like. It's, I don't know, it's, it's weird. But yeah, a lot of people out there are snakes too. Like, it's super hard to trust anyone out there. Even like, over the past year too, I'm like, I was super naive last year. So like, a lot of these people that would hit me up to like, promote stuff or like, that they wanted me to come out or they wanted to manage me. Because I had like, 10 or 12 offers to be like, managed by some people. But they wanted like, a monthly fee. Which is, that's not how management works. They take a cut of your, of your property. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. So I'm like, there's so many like kids now, or even not even kids, just like even kids, people in their twenties that like, they get an offer or something and they get flown out there and they get their hopes up and then they just get screwed over and then they're right back where they were. So like, Mm -hmm. 
there's I don't know it's it's crazy the way that the the music industry works not even just the music industry just LA in general like it's just crazy I feel like the majority of people there are trying to make it yeah and they'll do anything they will it, you're in a pool and you're all swimming and they will they will push you down to get to get air at the top like they mm-hmm. don't care who they're affecting or what they're doing they just want to make it to the next level and it, it's crazy because it's like a jungle out there it's weird you ever consider moving out there I do, yeah. So, like, hopefully by, like, next summer or, like, this this upcoming summer in 2020, I'll be out there. Um, it's one of those things, again, too. Like, I'm not going to move out there when I'll be doing the same thing that I'm doing here, just saying I live out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going to, like, financially, I'm smart about it that, like, I want to wait until my time is ready for me to comfortably move out there and mm-hmm. I have a purpose. Because, like, right now what I'm doing is I'm just going on flights once a month or I'll drive out there which I'm totally okay with that because it's five and a half hours it's six yeah, hours you know right. what I mean but I'm not going to move out there just to say I live in LA and look how successful I am I'm hanging with these I don't care like you can think what you want about me I'm doing so, my own thing what's the benefit to going out and recording there is that just like networking yeah or? so like so for here um, a lot of the songs I've been doing for the past nine months a lot of them have been here I'd probably say like 75% of them have been here and I have a studio that I go to and Ryan my engineer who engineers my stuff now um super cool it's like five minutes from my house but going out there it's an opportunity to work with other people and you never know who's like i said before you never know who's in the door next to you or you never know who actually comes into your session um and i've worked with a ton of like new producers and stuff who have produced for yg and drake stuff like that like crazy names and i'm like what like (laughs) it's weird but like yeah that's literally all it is because now now if I have a nine hour session with this person who's also in with, you know, these people, um, it's Sword all, you know. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he'd be like, Oh, this kid's super dope. Like he's on the come up, whatever. And now they know who I am. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's how it works. Yeah, that makes sense. But, and it's a lot of it, it's talent too. Like a lot of those people out there, if they've made it out there and they're comfortably living out there, it's cause they're doing something right. Exactly. So yeah. they know what they're doing. So it's, that's also part of it too. Do you know who story I heard? Is kind of like that. You know who Goody Grace is? I don't. He's a rapper slash like singer. Mm-hmm. He does like the mix. Mm-hmm. But he made friends. I think he was like 17 when he moved out to LA. He did the opposite way you're talking about. He went out there when he's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I have $100 in my name. Right. And somehow I'm living here. But then he got to be friends with Mike Studd and then they made two songs together. All of a sudden, one of his songs is like six million plays on Apple Music and Spotify, and then another one is popping off too. Like, it's all about who you know. It's like what you're saying. It's exactly, because like you never know who you're gonna work with, or even even making a relationship. Let's say I made a relationship last year, and in five years from now, that somehow comes in handy. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it's all about, because it's literally all who you know and who you develop relationships with. And it's not even one of those things where it's like a, you have to have a fake relationship with these people. Right. Or, or to manage it or whatever. It's literally just like genuine relationships that it's mutual between you two um, that can benefit both of you in the long run sometimes. Definitely. You ever walk into a studio and just see someone like, like bro, that's... Dude, what's, okay, so what's crazy is... Uh, okay, so flashback, this is like February of last year. So, well, actually, no, February of this year. So 2019 February. So however many months ago that was. Um, when my manager, Rachel, first found me, she, I had promoted something on Instagram and it was, I spent like $20 for promoting it. And I picked Phoenix, LA and Las Vegas was the demographic. And I just randomly threw it up and whatever. So like, you know, when you're scrolling through Instagram, you see those ads. Yeah. Most times you never listen because it's some like weird thing. She ended up listening to mine because of the cover up. She like caught her eye, whatever. She listened to it. She thought it was super dope. 
she went on my profile and I was doing a live video. I think I was with I was one of my with one of my homies, J Ham, and we were making like beats in the studio or whatever. And she comes in and like there was I don't know, there was only like twenty people in there and they I were think like, I was in that. Yeah, she there was like, <laughs> there was like twenty people in there and they were just like asking me questions, like just random stuff in a live stream, right? And she comes in and she starts asking I've never met this girl, I've never talked to her. She starts asking all these questions like who manages you? Uh, what? Who's this? Who have you been booked through? I'm like, what? Who are you? Like, what? You? She's like, shoot me a DM after the live, and I'll explain it. And I'm like, okay. So I, like, <laughs> I ended the live because I'm like, okay, let's see. Yeah, let's so do I do this now. Yeah. All right. I, see you guys. So I and then I forgot who had uh, was texting on oh. it because I forgot her username, and there I didn't save the live video, and I was like, damn, like I just blew that. Like that was somebody important. I feel like. Anyway, like a week goes by and I had kind of forgot about it at this point and I was at work and she had DM me and she's like, hey, like I was the person you live the other day and I was like, oh my God, like what the heck? So then she's <laughs> like, totally call me. Who you were. Yeah, yeah. She's, I was like, I'm sorry. Like I was trying to find your username, whatever. She's like, call me and I want to talk to you. Like we'll have a conversation, whatever. And I'm like, all right. So I like, I called <laughs> the number literally anyone? right then. I opened yeah, the message. Hey, I'm, I'm going on break. Yeah, I literally did. I walked out and I called the number and I was like, hey, like this is Taylor. What, I think we were talking on Instagram. She's like, oh my God, like how are you? Whatever. We talked for like two hours, right? So I ended up just leaving work. I'm like, hey, like I have an emergency at home. I need to leave. So I left work. I drove home. Actually, I drove to like an empty parking lot and I just sat there and we talked literally for like two or two and a half hours, something like that. And at the end of the conversation, she's like, listen, I want to fly you out. I want to fly you out next week. I want you to come out here and I want you to have a session with some of the people that I know. I'm not going to name drop people, but like they're big people. I want you to have a session. I want to have a photo shoot session with you for like press photos. I want, I'm like, who are you? Like, yeah. I don't even Is know. Is that scary if, at first? Cause... I didn't even know if this was real. I'm yeah. like, I don't, yeah. I looked at it. She has like a couple hundred followers on Instagram. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Right. Something in the back of my mind was telling me like, just go with it. Like, just do it, whatever. But I've been like scammed before and I've been like screwed over and I was like super hesitant. Talked to my parents and I'm like, all right, I'm doing it. I bought a plane ticket. I went out there and I had, she met me at the airport, picked me up and I was like, wow, like this is real. Okay. <laughs> now where are we going? Yeah. And so the, you are a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good first yeah. sign. Uh, yeah, you are who you say you are. Um, it's like a dude with a, he's a midget with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to my buddy Tim's house. He's around the corner. I'm like, like, you're, you're not Rachel? Rachel? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Rachel. I'm like, okay. You're so cute, Rachel. Are you still, like, can you say you are? Yeah, I was like, like you look different stuff. on your Instagram. <laughs> but, uh, no, so she had picked me up and she's like, um, she'd actually, I think she had bought me a hotel. Um, yeah, she had bought me a hotel. So she had literally not even knowing me. She just bought me a hotel. For like me. the whole hotel or yeah. like the room? A room, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she bought me the, the, she whole, booked day, the yeah. whole thing. It was weird. It's like, wow, this is service. I know. You all day in LA. <laughs> LA's different, man. But, uh, so I ended up like staying in the hotel, and she's like, okay, we have a session tomorrow at 12 p.m., and it's going to go until about 9 or 10. I'm like, like at night? Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, it's going to be like a 9, 10 hour session. Are you cool with that? And I'm like, nope. See ya. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, that's <laughs> for sick. sure. Like, God, yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, who's paying for this? Because like, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. But like, I don't know if I can do ten hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> make a kind of set up for that. Yeah. Uh, she's like, no, 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 don't even worry about it. Like, whatever. Like, it's all good on me. Everything in the strips on me. Whatever. And I'm like, okay, like she's obviously legit if she's like investing in me already. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. I'm not even signed. We haven't made a deal or anything. I'm like, okay, this is a good sign. So the next day, I Uber to this studio in North Hollywood, which North Hollywood is like. It's an all right part of town. LA is just weird though because you turn a corner and it's really nice and then it's yeah. really weird. It, it's an all right part of town. And so I go into the studio. I meet her there. Actually, no. That's So the next day – okay, so this was a Tuesday that I went out. The Wednesday, this is 
I didn't go to North Hollywood. I went to Capitol Records. She had, she's like, you have a session at Capitol Records the next day. And that's what, that's what really drew me out to actually fly out because she told me that. I forgot to say that part. That's a big part of the story. Yeah, I'd probably <laughs> go out if I was doing that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So she's like, we have a session at Capitol Records from 12 to 9. And I'm like, wow. Capitol? Cap- yeah, yeah. So I Was it like the janitor room? Yeah. <laughs> so I Uber, I Uber there and she, she said, I'm going to be there in like 10 minutes. I'm running late, whatever. See if you can go in and check in and then whatever. So I go up to the studio by myself, just... I went out there by myself. I got my backpack on. I walk up to the desk and it's obviously like super secure. Like they have security up there. They have armed it's like security. A nice house yeah, it's like this big white building. It's like super. It's in a lot of movies. You've probably seen it. Yeah. So it's a super like famous, popular building. A lot of like like Katy Perry signing Capitol Records. I think the Beatles might have been. I don't know something like that. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Most people. <laughs> never most... heard. Famous music people have been in that building. Yeah, so Migos actually has a joint yeah. deal with. It's called Quality Control. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. connected to Capitol, so it's oh, like yeah. a sublabel. Oh, okay. Dude, the Beatles, Katy Perry, John Lennon, Frank Sinatra, Beach Boys. Yeah. Oh, big people. Like so Taylor Pearson. Yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> I walk in. in there. Yeah, yeah. That's the third name. It's yeah. Beatles, Katy Perry, Taylor so, Pearson, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Just thrown into the mix. So this is where your original question. I, I don't even remember what it was. Something about like. Famous people or meeting somebody. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, meeting yeah, somebody. Yeah, yes. Okay. Too. So this is this is what I'm talking about. Oh, I've seen that building. So I walk into Capitol and the dude with like big. He's probably like seven feet tall. This big black dude. He's like, "Hey, who are you?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm Taylor. Taylor Pearson. I'm supposed to record here today." And he's like, mm, he ch- takes he's his like, big, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, he takes his big list out and he starts like going through it and he's like, "Nope, you're not on the list." And I'm like, and then uh, that's when the, check the again. scam hits. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, check again, it should, nah, it should be there. And I'm like, did she really just scam me out of coming? Like, I don't know. I was like kind of tripping out at this point. Because still, like, this was the second day and I didn't know. And I had no clue what was going on. So, whatever. He's like, nope, you're not on the list. You need to leave before we, like, remove you from the building. I'm like, okay. Um, so, I go out and I wait outside. And I call Rachel. I'm like, hey, like, I'm not on the list. Like, did you book it for this? Is there another Capitol Records? <laughs> like, is this the only She's one? She's like, oh, no, next to the Walmart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this is it's the right one, right? <laughs> the big white building. And she's like, yeah, I'll be there in a sec. Don't worry. Okay, I'm like, cool, whatever. So she gets in and she's like, oh, sorry. And he lets us right in. And I'm like, oh, oh sick. That's <laughs> I'm like, this is good. You're this walking is by, good. you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turn yeah, around yeah. and I flip him off. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, oh, you know, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's my manager, so it's really not a big deal. Yeah. She's so like, Have we talked about a contract yet. You're yeah, like, I would like to sign that now, please. <laughs> Take a hundred percent from me. So oh, wait, are you single? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we walk in and the receptionist like signs us in or whatever, and she's like, "Just wait here. He'll come get you in a sec." I'm like, "Who's coming? Oh. Who's coming?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so this this dude in a suit comes out of the, the elevator. The Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Like wow! Hello, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we're recording this afternoon. Well, like, hello. <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, so he, this dude comes out in a suit, and I have no clue who it is. And she, Rachel, comes up. They they hug, whatever. He's like, "This is Taylor, um, one of my potential clients." And I'm like shaking his hand. I don't know who it is. Hi. Yeah. So we go. Oh, this is Tupac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we really go off in this. <laughs> my hands were so sweaty, like. Dude, when I, I get nervous, I, yeah, bro, when I get uh, nervous, like, my hands sweat. Like, it is what it is, but, like, my hands were, like, I was, like, wiping off my jeans, and my jeans are soaked, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, blowing on them. 
whatever. And I was like, I barely gripped his hand because I didn't want to squeeze, but I was like, okay. And you could tell he kind of wiped his hand off after that. Like, we, got, we got in the elevator, and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so we go up to the very top floor. I don't even remember what floor it was, but we go up to the very top one. And it's like you go out of the elevator and it's the big Capitol Records like sign. They have a bunch of signs in there, but it's one of the big ones people take pictures by when they go to the building. And to the right of that was a Migos meeting and Migos and their management were in there. Like it's no this glass way. see-through. No I swear, there's this glass <laughs> see-through building. You're just yelling, Migos! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I'm walking, Rachel's like, who's in, oh, who's in that meeting? She's like, oh, I think it's like Migos and management and stuff like that. It's like Migos or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The Amigos? Yeah, yeah. Like and they're like, and she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I stop and I'm like, I didn't want to like look in, but I'm just like looking. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Offset. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> big Taylor. fan. Big fan. Um, Red room banger. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we <laughs> we walk into this other room and I'm still like spinning. Like the fact that like I'm in the same building as Migos right now, but I'm an artist. Like I'm not a fan. Like I'm I'm a person who's like there to record yeah you're there doing what they're doing yeah and yeah. I, that's when it kind of hit me i'm like this is real like she's not scamming me like these are unless those are fake migos like, <laughs> like, unless this whole thing is like i'm like you're not <laughs> i'm john <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like that was my mentality like walking through this hallway i go into this like studio and there's like there's like 10 or 15 just like women in there. Just not really sure what they're doing. Like what kind of? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's three dudes that are in there um, looking like they know what they're doing. Like rappers or whatever. And I have no clue who they are. I don't know. I think they were just groupies that were in there. I don't know. There's 15 of them. And so this white boy walks in and I'm like, what's up? How's it going? Hi, I'm Taylor. I'm, I'm one Rangers. of you. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, our male strippers here. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. You're like, that's uh, what this is. God, I got scared. Yeah. And so like Rachel and the original dude, um, I don't even remember his name, but he was a manager for someone big. Um, he leaves us in there. And so it's literally just me, these 15 girls, and then these two dudes that I don't know their names. Um, I walk in there and I start playing them my music and... I was facing away, like, towards the window. They were all on back of me, and I was just hoping that they were, like, vibing with it. I turned around, and they were like, what, wh who are you? Like, wh you're white. How can you rap like that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is, Hans. You know yeah. what it is. Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> is this the audition for Migos, or where is that? The fourth Migo? <laughs> I heard Offset was getting faced out. I think I'm in next. Fable uh, Offset, take off, and Taylor. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I, I started playing them on music, and they're, like, going crazy for it, and they brought in a couple of the people who were in a room next door. Like, I, I don't remember who these people were, because I just, I wasn't focused on that. I was focused on, like, trying not to freak out, or just, like, talk normal and not talk weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hi. Yeah, yeah. So, like, my, my voice, voice is, like, so, yeah. That's what I was, so. What's up? I'm Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, so, they played me some beats, so, like, what do you want to do? Because they were, I guess, they were going to be the producers and, like, engineer the session. I was just going to rap over stuff and write to it. So they put on a couple beats and I picked one and then I literally wrote the whole song in like 20 minutes and I, I didn't know if it was like taking a test when you finish first and like yeah. it's not a good thing. <laughs> so I'm like acting like I'm working on lyrics for longer but I'm like no I think I got it. Like I, So I laid it down and I come out of the booth because it was like a separate room and they're like bro like that was fire. Like how did you do that? So is this like, song out yet? No this is one of the unreleased ones oh, okay. but this was the very first one I did out there and this is still like probably one of my favorites that I've done but it was just like I guess it was just the experience of it all, like, was just a crazy, like, all at one time, 
Um, but yeah, that was like the experience at the actual label and meeting Migos. Not really meeting Migos, but, but like seeing them. Seeing them <laughs> yeah. and knowing they're real. Like, Being but, in the same building. Yeah, and then the next day um, was another session. This was the one that was in North Hollywood. Um, this I had a couple A&Rs, which A&Rs are just like, it's almost like talent scouts for labels. They just like, they pick artists and they build them up and stuff like that mm. um and that was one of the one his name is irv he's mgk's a that's a classic so, name irv, for big irv irv super dope he's still a part of my project and stuff now so but yeah that was that was my experience there that's sick that's nuts are you still do you still report to capital sometimes um i haven't been there it's been like probably three months since i've been there and that was mostly like for label stuff like that you have to be signed to the label to like I mean, not usually, but, like, a lot of the times they have, they have, like, 20, 30 studios there just because it's a label. So they have their artists go in there and they have studio time and the label, obviously, they don't have to pay for another (laughs) studio. They just record their stuff there. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, it's, like, label-signed artists that work there or that actually, like, operate out of those studios. But, like, before, if you have the connections, you can get into a studio like that. So that's what I've been doing. But mostly when I go there, it's the same studio that's in North Hollywood that I go to every time. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we haven't talked about this on the podcast, I don't think. But what's like your upcoming schedule for twenty twenty slash twenty twenty? So twenty twenty. Okay, so yeah, that's gonna be pretty crazy to be honest. So it was supposed to be October of like last month. I was supposed to start dropping stuff, and everything was just get the ball rolling then. But now it's gonna be January. So as soon as January hits, like I'm gonna go hard. Not like so I haven't like been going hard. But January, like first week of January. Yeah, so you're just gonna go hard middle, with releases. Middle, yeah, so first. middle of January, uh, if things go as they're <coughs> supposed to go, is when I should start putting stuff out. So if, for the first one, it'll be it'll be singles. Like I said, there's not gonna mm. be a project or anything anytime soon. It's gonna be singles with like content and music videos and stuff like that. That's gonna be rolled out literally every two weeks. Um, it's gonna be like content overload, but it's like. We live in like in a day and age right now where like people want content like right now, and if you that's, don't yeah, deliver that's on I it, am, yeah. yeah, if you don't deliver on it, then you become irrelevant very quickly. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these artists that like were super hot a year ago or two years ago or whatever, like they're what? Who are they now? You don't know them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so, you need to constantly deliver content, and it's not even just like it's not even the quantity over. It has to be quality and quantity. It can't be one or the other. Yeah. So like if you were to only put out, say like um. I don't know. Say like take it compared to like YouTubers. So like David Dobrik, love the dude. But if he if he put out a video once a month, you know what I mean? Like he no one no one would be watching it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's putting out a video two three times a week. I would watch people, a video if he posted it every day. Yeah, seriously, same. It's, but you take like Logan Paul, Jake Paul, whatever. That's what I used to do. With they them. were doing it every yeah. single Daily vlogging, day. I'd watch them all because it's something different. Yeah, every day. and that's why they were so relevant, and that's why they there was all those videos of them going to the top, and then they were crashing and burning because like. You can't come up that fast and then just like drop like you it has to be like a, a steady rise you know what i mean yeah. but for them it was like content overload every single day and they're doing stupid stuff and trying to get content whatever so now take that with like the songs if you only put out a, a song once a month or once every two months or once like what i was doing before i was yeah i was building up a buzz last year but nothing compared to what this next year is about to deliver on yeah. you know what I, mean? I think yeah. this little break when was when did you release alum that was your most it recent was one january so it was the Jan- end of january. so yeah i think this like gives people the anticipation yeah. like something to look forward to because mm-hmm. then if people look every month they're like he hasn't dropped anything yet like yeah. is he going to and that like makes them curious yeah, yeah. and so once you finally do it's going to be like everyone's gonna be so hyped for it 
Yeah, which and that's really like cool. that's part of the the process too is like getting the anticipation and the demand for something because if you don't have a yeah. demand like no one's gonna no one's gonna tune in no one's gonna listen but if there's a like a heavy demand for something people are gonna be like waiting because I know like I have artists that I'm like oh they're supposed to drop a song like Friday at midnight yeah. whatever so it's Thursday like, night yeah, I'm like and waiting you're yeah. timers yeah. yeah so like that's refreshing spot that's what I'm trying to be on yeah you remember Kanye like this his most recent <laughs> yeah album? It, it was like dude I'm gonna get it to you as soon as possible yeah and the, gonna... the only way you can do that like and st- Still, Still have it be, is, is if you like cement West. yourself as a legend. Yeah, no, and like, like that's, the only people that can do that are like Kanye and like Eminem. Yeah, that, that but one. you know why? Because they believe in themselves that much, and they it comes off as cocky to a lot of people. But like, if you don't have if you don't have a little bit of cocky yeah. in you, you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Especially as an entertainer, like if you're not confident in yourself, like no one's gonna believe in you. Right. Like literally, at the end of the day, if I go home tonight and I'm like, yeah, like I'm not good enough, no mm-hmm. one's gonna tell me that I am because no one yeah. cares. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's doing their own thing. So, like, at the end of the day, you have to, like, you're the only person who can pick yourself up, and you're the only push, person who can push yourself to do it. So, like, to you, it might come off as cocky, but it's, like, you literally just have to be confident in yourself, and you mm-hmm. have to, like, manifest it, like I was saying. Yeah, because if you're not, no one else is going to be. No, literally, no one's going to pick it like, up for you. this guy doesn't even think his music's good while I listen Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's what a lot of, like... And it, it reflects in your songs, too. Yeah. yeah. And... you're not as confident when you're singing. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you, like... If you're confident enough in yourself and like like you make a song and you're like this is trash I know I can do better and then you're you're putting out better stuff than you yeah. could be if well, you were just settling. If you could see my laptop of how many songs I actually have done, there's probably like fifty, but like there's twenty to thirty like solid songs that could be yeah. really good. The other twenty will never see the light of day. Right. Or it might be something that in like a few months I go back to it and I'm like okay I can change it this way, make it way better and do this instead right. of what I have. But yeah, there's songs that I've recorded and I'm like that's whack and I'm not releasing that. But I've showed it to some people, and they're like, no, bro, like, that's really good. But at the end of the day, like, I don't think it's, like, it could be a radio hit, then right. it's not then going anywhere. No. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, too, is, like, when I'm making music, or when I used to be making music, it was, everything had to be a radio hit. Everything had to be, like, a song that would be played at a party. Everything had to be, like, lyrically bars, the whole, no, it's, like, at, and at the end of the day, like, I'm an artist, and, like, I'm gonna make what I want to make, and if mm-hmm. I like it, then I don't care who likes it, because I like it. And right. if you can sell something that you like, then people will want to listen because you are you have influence. Because you believe in what you make. Yeah, so if you hype yeah. something up, like, there's a lot of artists that hype stuff up. And the people, like, if you build a strong enough fan base, they will listen to anything. Like, you could literally put out nothing and they would listen to it. Mm-hmm. Because they're that devoted to you and they're, like, that loyal to you mm-hmm. that they'll hype anything up that you put out. So, like, that's what I'm also working on is, like, it's literally, like, a cult fan base that, like, is will literally do anything. Yeah. And that's what, like, Kanye West has. That's what Russ has. That's what... Um, Eminem has like they could put anything out and people will listen because they like them as a person as an artist right a good example would be like Chance the Rapper yeah his last album all the like the floating fans were like that's not very good yeah but I loved it right all the people who are on Twitter hated it Uh yeah Yeah. but if you listen if you've listened listened to Chance since he started putting stuff out you're gonna like it that's I'm like oh this is I love Chance yeah so like for me like one of my artists that I have always loved is like G-Eazy and it's like I was always compared to him because like certain people that you listen to, like you tend to gravitate yeah. towards that style because it's influence. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason I've rebranded it completely is because like I still have some of those same qualities, but it's more of my own lane now. So like when people hear it, you can't say that I'm this or you can't compare me like, to this. Yeah. You're, You're going to be like, oh, it's this is a G easy clone. This is a, this clone. This is, no, this is, this is me. So like there's certain artists that yeah. have that like own lane and that's what I've developed over the past nine months is that you can't compare it to anyone because I'm doing my own thing. Right. Um, 
but yeah, as far as like influence and stuff, um, artists like that, like you're going to gravitate naturally more to them because you listen to them mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, it's like that with anything. What you watch, what you listen to. Yeah. yeah. Anything. It's so gonna, like, It's going to reflect on your personality. The way right. You so as far as like Chance putting out an album that like was mediocre to some people, to the average hip hop listener or whatever, to someone who has grew up listening to him or has been on him for years, mm-hmm. is going to appreciate it because it's Chance. Chance yeah. likes it and he put it out so you like it. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what like artists... That's why a lot of times artists like crash and burn really fast. They come up really quick and they get a song that takes off and goes really crazy and then they don't capitalize on it. Like Mo That Bamba. happens a lot. Yeah, take like Sheck West with Mo Bamba. When was the last time you heard of that guy? Yeah, Since that was Mo the Bamba. only time. Exactly, that's that the only yeah. time. But take like Lil Nas X, like he put out Pain. Old Town Road. Yeah. Rode the wave I thought that. that was going to be a one hit. So right, and so then the label picked him up and rebranded him and kind of helped him like, hey bro, you're, you're gay now. To be. Go that route. I don't know if that was like, their <laughs> choice, uh, but it might have been a marketing tactic. Who knows? It worked. Um, it did work. <laughs> now those two, I'm like, oh, he's gay. It's but weird. you, t- <laughs> you take, <laughs> you take people like that though that they ran with that momentum that they had, and he just got nominated for like six Grammys. Yeah, he won something at the Country Music Awards. Yeah, he just won <laughs> a CMA. Yeah, with, he won a CMA. Yeah, he's but sitting like, there. He's like, "What am I doing?" I know, yeah, dude. But you he's take like, someone like that. Everyone's they, looking at him like, "Really?" No, it's crazy. <laughs> he was like Taylor at, at the two short. Oh, yeah, he does not belong there, but somehow he does, and he capitalizes on it. Right, so him like and, him and Kane Brown are looking around. Like, <laughs> why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to like country and I just I can't do it I don't know I hate country it's my least I'll listen to literally anything but butt country Interesting. that hurts from this side I'm a big country guy now too. yeah it hurts from this side I used to be like that's what I grew up with it was all like my friends and stuff we listen to I just can't do it I don't know I just like don't not even it. an old classic I I, I will listen can. to it I guess it just depends on the song but like mostly I can't do it give me one that you love like it, it comes on you're like oh it's called Snapback by Old Dominion. I've heard it, yeah. That yeah, one's like, song. I guess it's like certain songs have different memories, so like mm, that time in my life was yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was, there you go. That was a good time. So I know every time that I'm with you now, we're that just going to Snapback. That song comes on. Yeah. That's going to be on our repeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, uh, man. And like, we didn't mention this at the beginning of the podcast, I guess we should have now that we are 56 minutes in, but we know Taylor from high school. Yeah. You know from elementary <laughs> school. Yeah. Uh, we all play baseball with him. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of stayed friends after that. And Everybody took that ball off the nose. I did. Oh my it was right god! In the eyes oh yeah, the eye. that yeah. was crazy. Was that the day the bird fell that off? That was. The yes. Yeah, that, that was day was haunted. Day. Someone yeah. else got hurt. EJ. Too. EJ got hurt. He's yeah. in the other room. Someone else too. There was another one. That was, yeah, I remember that though. Jake did, I think. Was it? I think he got hurt somehow, or like took a ball off the back. Something, dude. And then Taylor. I remember they had me pitch like a couple days before that, and then they, he wanted me to uh, to pitch again. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Blackwell. Oh, yes. Dude, he's following me on Instagram. Yeah, he followed me too. Really? He DM me. Like, I posted something I was working out, and he's like, hey, bro, come into GNC if you need anything. I was like, <laughs> he works at GNC? There? I was like, I haven't seen you in six years. Yeah. And then you want me to come into That's GNC? Funny, he was a good dude, though. He was good. I like yeah, him. Yeah, he, he was a, a good coach, coach too. right? Yeah. Good guy. Sean Blackwell. Um, but yeah, that was that was a crazy time when I was playing baseball. Yeah, man. Those are the days. Simpler times. Just, I'm done. If you guys want to have your own conversation, Tyler and I are gonna leave. No, I was showing him something. Um, I know you showed me a song. When was it? Over the summer. What was that song called again? Uh, it was called Uptown. Dude, that was. 
Yeah, that to this was, day so one of my one that of my was faves. one of the uh, that was one of the songs that I made that first trip out there to L.A. at one of the the Hollywood studios I went to. Um, and what had happened was is we it was the first time that I met Irv, who I talked about earlier, and then Rich, who actually produced that song, and he's produced for like YG's, produced for Machine Gun Kelly. Um, I don't know if you know guys, you know who Stiz is, but he's a big dude from from Boston who's making waves right now. But he's produced for a lot of people. Um, he ended up. We made the beat on the spot for this one, and I called it Uptown. And then while everyone was... There was probably like 10 people in the studio, and I wrote it all on the spot and recorded it. Um, and that was one of the nine-hour sessions. So the whole day, I recorded this song, whatever. Ended up being like a banger song. Like, it was like a really, good. really good song. Um, and we recorded it, mastered it, mixed it all in one day. And then months go by. Um, this was recently, actually, like within the past couple weeks. Um, I guess... There was something that happened as far as, like, him sending the beat out to someone, which, like, it happens, I get it, as a producer, like, you send out beat packs to artists and stuff. Something had happened where the beat got in the hands of someone else that wasn't me, even though the song was mine and it was done already. There was, like, complications with, like, the licensing or something like that, as far as, like, copyrights, who owned it, even though that we made it all in one day. Um, and now it's in the hand of like some really big artist, which I don't even know the name of it, but it's like some big artist uh, has this song. So, so technically I could so put it out, but it's like one of those things where as me, as an artist who's not as big as this person, if they put out the song and I also put out the song, it's going to look like I copied them either way. Uh, right. even so when I they put it out, you're going to be like... So legally, like legal you, reasons... You throw it out there first and then what do they do? Well, that's the well, problem. It doesn't like, matter because it's going to be... They're both going to be released in November of 2019. Yeah, and it, then everyone's gonna be like, well, oh, the song isn't by. out yet. I'm not sure when it will come out, like for them. Um, but for me, like, I'm gonna try and recreate it somehow with those same yeah, lyrics. Yeah, you could or, probably change. I like the lyrics. Some, the lyrics are, it's a really catchy song. It's a uh, good the one. chorus is really good. Yeah, it's, I think it's probably like top five most solid songs I've made, like from, from those sessions and stuff. It's a really good song, and it's one of my favorites, to be honest. But yeah, it's just like, as far as like, I don't even wanna say like legal reasons, just like, um, the logistics of it, I guess. Like, if I were to put it out, it would look. Like yeah, that, that a makes a lot of sense. And I don't want to. That I don't want that to be my image yeah. or my brand. Um, even though it truthfully is yours. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I don't know, and it's like I don't want to burn a bridge with anyone or anything. But it was, I don't know, it was, yeah. a, it was a miscommunication somewhere that ended yeah, up. Yeah, it's not like someone stole it. No, I, mean, I, I definitely, I got the short end of the stick on that one. Right, but. It is what it is. Like you got to start at the bottom. You got more in the vault. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it sucks, but I have way more to deliver on. It's I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. Yeah, you can't yeah, do that man. with just the one yeah. song when you have what fifty. You said. I mean, yeah, 50-ish. there's like thirty good ones in the vault yeah. right now, which is so, gonna be crazy to release all those. Yeah. I remember I was part of your first uh, rap you ever made. Do you remember that one? <laughs> you Freshman remember, year. You remember locker room. <laughs> yeah. You you oh, have this you have this app Gaylor on your phone. And Gator. Gator and oh my god! Yo, my name is Taylor. My friend Gaden calls me Gaylor. <laughs> Classic. First bar he ever made, and I'm blessed to be a part of it. Dude, that's I can thank it. my like mom, my dad, app. my parents. Yeah. <laughs> it was like some free rap app on the yeah. app store, and then you could like auto tune it and stuff. Yeah. And we're like, dude, this is fire. We need to put, need to put this five second oh. verse out right now. I remember that. That was freshman year. I forgot yeah. that we called you guys Gaden and Gaylor. That was like right after practice or something. That's that's where Gaden came from. He he called me Gaden. That's and funny. then I was like, all right, well you're Gaylor then. God, <laughs> idiot. Damn. Wow. Wild. I days. totally forgot about that. Classic. 
Remember Girth Gang, the A's? Girth Gang. <laughs> squared, <baby. laughs> I don't even know, like, how that came up. It was, like, I came to practice one day, and I just started saying it. And it caught on, and, oh, what was his name? Uh, Baro. Mm. Baro, was, uh, <laughs> Baro was the coach. I actually just, like, reconnected with him a couple weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, he was the coach for that team. And I had, like, I don't know. He's, like, all right, A's on three. And I said, like, Girth Gang on three. And everyone just said Girth Gang. And it kind of stuck, so every time I get on base, he'd be like, G-squared, baby. <laughs> Dap each other up. Dude, but like... What was that, freshman year? No, bro, that was... We were in like seventh grade. Were we really? That, that yeah. was younger. Was yeah. that early, early? I didn't yeah. even know what girth meant. Same, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, I, that went completely over my head. I think that's why he thought it was so funny, is because like he thought I knew what a I was talking about. I was like, yeah, dude, girth, girth game. Girth game, <laughs> 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 I was like, that's actually hilarious. We had no idea what it meant. Yeah, and so like... Dugouts just yelling, I remember game, the other team's like, what are you saying? The parents were like, I remember we had won a game or something, and like... We were breaking it down the huddle, and I had said girth gang, and then we did athletics, but we, like, had shouted it out. My mom pulled me aside after the game, and she's like, what are you saying? What does that mean? Why are you Respect saying Respect the girth. Yeah, mom. and I was like, it's G-squared, baby. Like, what else? And she explained to me on the car ride home what girth meant, and I was like, wow. I, like, I don't even know where I found that word from. Yeah. It just kind of came out. And that's where your artistic, like, talents yeah. 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 came to light. You just make just, stuff up on the spot. Juice is flowing. <laughs> Girth Gang. Wild, dude. We'll call this podcast the Girth Gang Podcast. <laughs> G-squared, baby. I always call it G-squared featuring Taylor Pearson. <laughs> Taylor X Pearson. Taylor. Yeah, that's that's his Instagram for anyone that wants to follow yeah, him. Yeah, plug your He's kind of clouded, so plug I'm pretty yourself. sure most people listening <laughs> so to this are following you, him. But... Can you plug us? Yeah, what's your, what's your handle, actually? It's social media guy. What is it? What? Our Instagram? Mm-hmm. BSIB pod. Uh, follow BSIP pod on the gram. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> all right. Plug, plug all your socials. Plug us our own podcast. He told me to plug it. I meant us. Oh. No. You didn't. I was like, why am I shouting just, you out on your own platform? We need to be plugged. But plug we, yourself. People listening to this follow our Instagram mostly, <laughs> I'd say. But Until if you're not, BSIP pod on Instagram. Um, yeah, let's, let's It's the number one podcast in the world right now. I think it's number two. Uh, We're right behind the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, No, we just passed him. Did we? Yeah, last week. I was just talking to his manager, and we were getting some stuff worked out. Crazy, dude. He's got 1.8, and ours got 1.9 last week. Yeah. 1.9 views or 1.9 million views? Billion. Billion. 1.9 views, probably. (laughs) You didn't even get a whole two. We have a seventh of the world listening (laughs) to our podcast. We have one guy with no arm (laughs) (laughs) listening. 1.9. I hate to see it, bro. We got a tenth of a listen the other day. That's cool. But yeah, give them give him your Instagram, Twitter. It's uh, pretty cloudy. Yeah, my Instagram is Taylor X Pearson. That's T A Y L O R X P E A R S O N. No spaces or underscores. Um, Easy. Twitter, same thing. Instagram, Spotify. It's Taylor Pearson. Just look me up. Google me yeah. if you want. You'll find him if you look him up. So after you listen to this podcast on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Just search up Taylor Pearson, and you'll yep. find him, and start listening to all of his music. It's you know great what it music. Is. Yeah, it's just, it's fire. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Like, at, at first when you started doing this, I was like, oh, he's, he's just, like, I, I believe in him, but he's just, like. Can I be a soundcloud it, rapper? It, it's a, it's like, a that's big, what you think when your buddy from yeah. high school is like, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, rap. Yeah, it's a big, like, thing to get into. Bro, when you and, drop fake. And then when you started pushing out songs, I was like, oh, this is actually <laughs> you really, really got good. it. When you yeah. dropped fake, bro, I was like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. it's a song. It's not like... It's that was, good. like, the one of the biggest things that I was scared of, too, is, like, putting something out and having these people that... Because, like, 
like a small suburb like here, everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows of someone. So like when I put that out, like there was a lot of heat I got for that until people actually listened to it and they're yeah. like, dang, this yeah. is actually pretty good. They're like, well, everyone's thinking, yeah. just, why is he doing Just this? another white kid who thinks yeah. he can rap, blah, 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 whatever. I was like, honestly, I don't even care. That's why, that's why I released it. I was like, I'm going to go for yeah. it. I don't care what people think. And I literally had that mentality. Like I didn't really get that mentality until like halfway through last year. As far as like caring what people think, because I would get like hate DMs from people like telling me to kill myself, and like, they're like, "Bro, like your music sucks, kill yourself." And I'm like, "Wow, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry." And it like yeah, like if you get if you're not used to getting stuff like that or like getting hate, like it's gonna like you're gonna lose sleep over it, especially yeah. like people that like you knew of. I'm not even saying like people that I knew said that to me, but like random people that lived in other states would be like, you know, like you suck, like just quit. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know, so I'd be like, okay, but it's like it's the kids that I grew up with or that yeah. I like knew that I thought we were cool that would like I would get screenshots of like messages from these people and yeah. just like roasting me in a group chat really? or, like, and I'm like, all right, like yeah, I just those... I love how how people do that because they yeah. have they need yeah. to just worry about themselves and what happens like, in those cases do. and like I I'll take mental notes all the time but I'm not gonna like. I'm not going to give you a platform. I'm not going to, like, expose you or respond mm-hmm. to you because I don't care. Like, you don't deserve the response to that. But, like, what happens in those situations is that, like, years down the road, they're going to be like, yeah, bro, like, I was on him before anyone else yeah, was. From like, the yeah, beginning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, you didn't, yeah. bro. Like, half the, They're going to hit you up and be like, yo, dude, TP, what's up, man? Yeah, TP's like, mentioned, dude. Let me it's, in. like, half the people yeah. that, like, even, like, the, the dudes, some of the dudes that I was, like, close friends with, they're, like are still in, like, the boys, like, circle that I hang out with, not necessarily I'm cool with just because, like, they've said things to me or if they, they've doubted me or, like, kind of put me on blast in front of other people for doing something that, like, I'm passionate about. It's, like, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I hate when people do that. But, no, it's, like, it's like, I anything. support anything my friends do. Yeah. And I most, like, I will not. Like this podcast. Yeah, like t- when it's, you guys called me the other day, I was like, "That is so dope that you guys are doing that." Yeah, yeah. it's like who cares? Like no one don't listen to what yeah. other people think about it. Just mm-hmm. do what you want to do. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've done a ton of stuff mm-hmm. that I get hate for. Yeah, but it's at the end of the, at the end of the day though, on Twitch, nobody supported that. Yeah. yeah, no, but like if at the end of the day, like you it. go home, like <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> like what are they doing? You have they have an Instagram and they're posting Instagram, but like what else are you doing? You're gonna go to school and you're gonna. You're doing coke every night, like you're not cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not, you're not going anywhere. But like the people that have, like visionaries and stuff, like creatives, like all of us right here, like there, you have a goal and you're gonna work towards it. Everyone else just likes to yeah. talk. Yeah, just, just, just let actually, people do what they're passionate about. Yeah. and just shut up about it. Yeah, if you're not gonna support, just don't exactly. say anything. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like if I thought your rings, if you're, wow, that was <laughs> if I thought your rings, bro, <laughs> my raisins. If I, thought, if, I thought, if I thought your raps were shit, like I wouldn't tell you. Like, I wouldn't be, like, gassing you up. Yeah. But I wouldn't go around, like, saying, like, dude, it's, have you heard this? It sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the thing, I would the just thing, kind of avoid... To, yeah, you just wouldn't bring it up. Respect for him trying. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The thing that, like, is probably the funniest, and, like, even to this day when it happens, is, like, when I go to parties or, like, um, like functions that are here or, like, down in Tempe or U of A or whatever, when I do go down there, which is very rarely, but when I do... Some of the girls that like never gave me a chance in high school, or like some of the girls oh, I know last really? year, oh, wow. last year that were like roasting me and putting me on blast all the time, they want to awesome. come up and talk to me, and I'm like, don't no. You gotta love that. <laughs> Get out of you my, gotta love no. that. And it like it's funny now because like I used to give them a response and like kind of when I see them I'd like make a men- or I'd say something to them kind of like. Like, hey, piss off. Like, yeah, yeah. But now it's just kind of, I just take it. I'm like, whatever. I'll go with it. I don't because <laughs> I know that I don't mean whatever I say to you. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. But yeah, it's that's the funny part. Or even like the dudes who have like 
said stuff. When I see them in person, they completely switch up now. And they know deep down they're like, yeah. no, it's they they like to talk. People like to talk. They well, like to when hear. When people themselves. hate on people, it's just a reflection of something they hate themselves. Yeah. Mm. So it's like it's all it is. you do what you're gonna do, bro. But I'm gonna do my shit and hopefully never see you again. Mm-hmm. So. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. And you're not invited yeah, to man. Yeah. <laughs> you're not coming. To yeah. Yeah, when TP's living in Venice, I'm going to be like, hey, Taylor, you want to live in Venice? Calabasas. Nobody wants to live in Venice. <laughs> Venice? Hey. I don't know. I just had a random place in LA. Hey. Just absolutely laying <laughs> into him. Yeah. How about you just like Venice? not assume anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Stop assuming. I'm Stop telling him what he's doing. <laughs> he's offended that you uh, yeah. picked Venice. Did you just he's assume sure. my yeah, location? You really think he's that low Everyone's of a person? Right <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. This he's is like out. the third time I've done this. See you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a third episode in a row where you've almost <laughs> Hopefully he never comes back this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. All right, good. I have to pee. I'll be right back. All right, well, <laughs> we're probably gonna end this real quick. Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, I mean we, can, we can keep going, or we can. It looks like you're about to hit a lick on somebody right now. Yeah, you do. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It's a Lulu beanie oh, though. So. Oh, wait, by wait, the wait, way, wait. Alex Alex adapted to wearing beanies because he has that bet with Jeremy oh, that he can't shave his hair. Yeah. Dude, it's... did I tell you about that? No. So Jerry, well, I think I heard it on the podcast. I mean, if you you get fifty bucks or something like that, yeah, yeah. fifty dollars. <laughs> that's it. And but I'm like, I got to prove a point here, so I'm yeah. not cutting it's my hair the or shaving. It's the principle more than the money. I don't think yeah. it's worth it, bro. Bro, I look kind of good. But what's yeah. the other side? You look kind of kinda homeless. <laughs> what? Do you look homeless? What's the other side of the bet? <laughs> like my side? Yeah, like if you if you cut your hair, what happens? I have to give him fifty dollars. I like oh, how it's like full right here, but on this side, it's nothing. It's like a little sideburn and little neck hair. It's cute. Yeah, I'm working the chin strap for the goatee. Yeah, that's rough. But hey, like Taylor said, I don't care what people think of me. Good, bro. <laughs> if I'm people think I'm homeless, people think I'm homeless. As long as you love yourself. I love being homeless. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't love myself. I am a little bit. <laughs> respect. That's where I'm at. That's Let's respect. Turn into the therapy segment. <laughs> <laughs> I got some stuff to get off my chest. Um, some what? Some stuff I need to get off my oh. chest about how I hate myself. Okay. Well, no, this really isn't worth it. Yeah. So. Alright, lay down right here, dude. <laughs> yeah. We, we need a couch in here. Have an AA meeting. Yo, get off my lap, Alec. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, stop touching me. <laughs> Yo. Yo, dude. Is it 11 11? Yes. Make a wish. wish. It's almost 11 11 on the. Oh, it's 11 12. Dang it. That would crazy on the podcast. The, podcast. the time. Get so we started with 10 or. 959? Uh, yeah, I math. guess. I don't know. Math. Yeah. I give up. I'm in college. I did math and therapy today, dude. No way. Yep, honestly, <laughs> God. They were like, they had these blocks. <clears throat> so it was like a, a little block with like a shape. Or no, I'm sorry. A little block with a number on it. And then a shape block on top of it with a shape on it. And so I had to like match shapes... And then, like, <laughs> you in kindergarten? <laughs> Are you sure that was like where Wait, were you? There were four shapes. How dumb! <laughs> that does not look like a square. Were circles. They were like no, it was like a circle with a triangle in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm How a, dumb I'm do they think? Occupational like, therapy. Yeah, but there's no way they. Think but the, you're no, that but the pur- the purpose of it is is that it goes out of my peripheral, so I have to look at them and read the numbers and the, see the squares, without like yeah, I can't see your finger. Like, without moving my head, because I have to retrain my eyes. Oh. So that's the purpose of it. It's not so I can learn how to count again. <laughs> I really think that... But I had to count, and it would be like 24 plus 18, and I'm like... Yeah, I don't think I can do that. Uh, carry the one. 30. 
No. No, it'd be 22 plus 18. 24 plus 18. It'd be 50, wouldn't it? 42. 24 plus 18. God, I, be, I think it's 42. I hate millennials. <laughs> oh, no, it'd be... Okay, boomer. Oh, I thought you said 22 plus 18. <laughs> no, that'd be 40, 40, not 50, 42. but... 18 42. plus 24. Yeah, it's... 42. But I felt like they were going to look at me like, wow, this kid is really messed up in yeah. the head. I'm, I just can't <laughs> count. Okay, we're not going to do the numbers. We're going to... Show you these shapes, and I, you're going to name I out really, the shapes. Though, I really think that you might have showed up to a preschool this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Is this occupational therapy? Like, you need Sit it. down. <laughs> okay. Are you going to pick up your kid? Mrs. Carpenter, <laughs> do I have to call you that? Yeah, Why are there six-year-olds? <laughs> Why are there so many of them? Look at all the small humans. <laughs> How'd you guys get injured? <laughs> <laughs> they can't even... <laughs> No, they look at you, they're like, this is preschool, you idiot. <laughs> that, that guy's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Billy yeah. Madison. <laughs> yeah. Got held back. I'm restarting. Yeah. <laughs> Clean slate. Clean slate. I decided to start Loosen. over. <laughs> Starting from day one. Away from the beginning. I'm just trying to be a beast in high school sports. <laughs> I just came straight from the hospital. I was born again. <laughs> <laughs> Moving in the room and everything. I just, I just came, came from church. church. My mom. <laughs> born again. <laughs> I thought when you got baptized, you like had to start, start over. My, I was born again, so no, I'll never explain that to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you get why I'm here? Yeah. No one ever told me I didn't have to start over. It's logical. I mean. Holy. Yeah, I think I'm going to stop podcasting and do comedy instead. <laughs> that would be some See, that You could open for me. That's what we could do. You could be an opening act. Dude, that'd be sick. That would be. I'm down. So, yeah, my, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> What's your booking price? Do you have a price? Name your price. I'll talk to you after. Okay. <laughs> I'll have my people contact it's, your people. It's kind of unreasonably high. <laughs> okay, it's $8,000. I just want to do one show and then I'm done. Yeah, retire. One, one, one and done. I want to be Shaq West. <laughs> Shaq West opened for Travis last year. He got signed to his label too. And like, oh, now I don't know what happened to him. And he was just yelling his name. <laughs> so yeah, yo, I'm Shaq West. Yeah, people like, yo, I'm Shaq West. Yeah. Bro, that's kind of like. Uh... And then everyone's like, who? And then he's like, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Bamba. They're like, oh, that guy. No, what's his, what's the one that he did the song with Drake? Uh, he did a song with song Drake. Drake. You know, no, not him, but a different guy. He did a song with Drake, and now he's kind of like fell off. Look alive. What? Who was on that? Oh, uh, J Rock or you know what I'm saying? Like something like that. J Rock. I think there's numbers in it too. Isn't there numbers in his name too. J Rock. Block Boy JB. <laughs> there it is. Block yeah, Boy. I haven't heard, what is he doing? Now? I haven't heard. Just him. raking yeah. in money. Just this song. Yeah. yeah. Literally only oh. this song. He's just swimming in money from that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't even know which part it is. I just can't take it. It's like halfway through. I think it's it's pretty much Drake's song. Yeah, no kidding. Does he actually? Does he even sing in that? <laughs> does he? After the part yeah, where I start doing, yeah, stop doing this, you, I like yeah, turn it off. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's I'm gonna get the money. He even references Drake in it. He's like, guys, this is Drake's song. He does the ad at the beginning. That's it. Who's this blockhead dude? Who's this Minecraft? Roblox or Lego City? Alright, what are we at? 117? Wow, that was our longest podcast yet. Should we wrap yeah. it up? That was a juicy one, though. It's been a minute and 17 seconds. Yeah, dude. We gotta That's produce that, that more content in quick. Minute. Yeah, we gotta keep going. Content overload. <laughs> at least until five minutes. <laughs> we gotta go at least, <laughs> at least five, minutes. five minutes. We're going five hours. 
Oh. Right, let's do a 24 hour stream. <laughs> Alright, we're on hour 23. We're on a 24 hour stream. And... You remember that uh, iCarly episode where they like. They tried to have a live stream for the longest time and it's just under random stuff the whole time. That's what that reminds me. People are doing that now on Twitch. Yeah. They're Nobody getting raided. Streaming for 24 hours. Before you get out or locked in somebody else. I'm doing a 24 hour challenge. We've been at Walmart for 23 hours now. They're in the toilet paper thing the whole time. Like, That's not fun to watch. Yeah. They're like, oh, cool. oh, someone's coming. It was like 11 a.m. Yeah. They had like the subway that they brought in there because there's a subway in every Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> God, man, it's just podcasting's hard, man. (laughs) It takes a rare breed to do what we do. (laughs) (laughs) I really do respect it though. Like it's it's dope you guys are doing this. It's fun. Yeah, we gotta get a room for it though. Mm. We just gotta rent space. Yeah, once you get studio time, we're going to LA. When you get studio time, just hit us up. We'll just do this in the background while you're singing. I'm down. I'm down. Don't (laughs) mind that guy. He's just making more (laughs) trash songs. He's Welcome like, back to the partial. He's room. like he's really interrupting our podcast. <laughs> You're like paying for it. Like, we, we may have released unreleased songs on your, on our podcast. Leaked my music. Yeah. Legally, every I can one of his songs you. is leaked. It's leaked. Legally, I can sue you for everything you're worth. So because of his sprite, not, not sponsored. Oh, also, I'm drinking count. Sprite tonight. Uh, lemon lime flavored. Yeah. Brand new flavor from Sprite. Um, pretty tasty. Yeah. So, I don't want to say it's a brand deal or anything, but... <laughs> oh, I, I do want to mention one of our sponsors, Tyler Golf Bags, before like we end this. Yeah. Um, an hour and 17 minutes in. <laughs> Dude, now you're going to bring up It's the end roll. Sponsor? It's the end roll. He what wants, he wants us to do it again? I mean, it doesn't hurt. Okay. Do they, like, oh, why don't we just insert this at the beginning of the podcast? I'm good well, with that. Well, then we should probably end it now with like a formal ending. Yeah, so we'll see you guys we back at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here's the actual outro now. <laughs> Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you guys for wrap tuning it up in. Then. It's a... I was talking. <laughs> it looked like I was like, don't talk about this talking. Wrap it up, then. You boomer. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Okay. <laughs> Can you make a song like that? That'd be horrible. Bro, I don't know if you've ever like seen that dude's like, if you look up that dude though, all of his other stuff is like soft music, like heartbreak stuff. And then you go to that and it's like, that's an okay, bo- song? Yeah, bro, oh, literally. I, I just saw Twitter comments yeah. and stuff. Oh, you gotta, you gotta beep out that part where you're playing Look Alive because you're gonna get a copyright strike, bro. Oh, we're fine. <laughs> hey, just cut this part out. I think we'll be okay for now. <laughs> Hold on, so get quick. a few more people. <laughs> so then, yeah. quick on that. <laughs> I'm gonna play <laughs> I want to play the most popular song on the internet, and we're not going to get a copyright. That's not the most popular song. It's one of them. You know what they do, though? play OK Boomer. That's so loud. They scan your audio, even if it's just a short little part. Can we play a little snippet of that? Nobody's scanned Can we play a little TP snippet in the background? Wait, wait, wait. Play OK Boomer. I'm really curious. Is that really what it's called? OK Boomer? Literally, play it. By play, little fag. <laughs> Before you play his OK Boomer song, play another song. Who is it? Is it Little Fag or Peter Cooley? <laughs> I don't think it's Little no, Fag. No, literally it's Little Fag. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Wait, bro. Yo. No, chill. Relax. It's hot in here. <laughs> no, it's Keem. Or it's. No, wait, what? Peter There's... Cooley? By okay. Funny Meme Nation? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one. Yeah.
Who's this? He is a big one. one. Wait, hold up. Tell me if this is like 70. Yeah, yeah. Who's that by? Peter Cooley. Peter Cooley? This is the most trap song I've ever heard. You say old lady suck? Okay, now play another song that says. I, I think uh, XXS and Tazion got resurrected. <laughs> Literally, like, watch that you play this next one. It's going to sound nothing like that. Looking to the sky. This is going to be added on the Alex playlist. Oh, yeah. This, this is an Alex song right here. Never mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, that's Cancel not what that. I heard Holy earlier. Crap. Okay. No, weird. this is what I heard. This is another one of his songs. It sounds like Charles Gambino. How do you go from that to this? Okay, <laughs> boomer. Stupid boomer. Grandma's suck. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play them a little taste of your music? Yeah, we, we gotta play. What do you, What do you think's the best one? I don't want to leak my music, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the, the music already on there. Oh, I, I don't want to leak my release music. Oh. Uh, oh no, that's yeah. I'm, they're I'm gonna have playing. to go look themselves. No, bro. It's, it's whatever you want to play. Let's go with. Uh... Like Hollywood Devil is definitely a banger. Yeah. So whatever you want to play, but definitely play Hollywood Devil. <laughs> Hollywood Devil. A bit lower. Oh, uh, <laughs> young TP and the beat. Young TP. <laughs> hey, what's this song about? Hollywood Don't worry about it. <laughs> Rex in the bake. I'm all self-made. Really, what did you think? What? What are you raging? Raging? I'm sipping on drink. Drink. Wait, so, so can we play anything of uh, I Uptown? Could, I guess we can play Uptown because it's not gonna be a song. Are you sure? Albie's already got it. I'll probably <laughs> wait. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be I don't have it. He never sent it to me. That was a joke. Cap. Cap. No cap. No beanie dog. No cap. No oh, beanie. No beanie. No beanie dog. No, you suck. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh my God! There's so many. I feel like a kid in a candy store. No <laughs> chorus. Chorus best. Love it. That's all I get. That's all I get. That's all I get. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do. Uh, leaking. So leaking. So you're going to hear that on Drake's next album. You made me leak. Yeah, you steal my flow. <laughs> Rachel's like, what was this BSIB podcast you're on and you just leaked don't every worry single song? That wasn't me. Rachel, they're just friends. They have, they have like 20 listeners. Those maybe. must have been the fake me guys. Yeah. You think anyone listens this far into it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably the guy's shaking his head. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> no chance. No. Hey, no, just, here's the hey, thing, though. Is thank like, you for those that do. When you guys yeah. blow up, they're still listening. I like your you. shit starts to get like an actual like good number of streams. People are gonna come back to saying? this. No, no, no. Like listen, like when you're getting like ten thousand, twenty thousand streams on a podcast, people are gonna come back to this moment right here when we just said all that shit. And they're gonna be like, yeah, I listen. Yeah. Like I was, I was there from sure. day one. Day one. And I'm like, okay. Then what do we say right at uh, an hour? 25 minutes and 28 seconds into <laughs> podcast number five then if you're a real what fan. did we say 
an hour yeah. and 20 but minutes. What were we talking about then? If you comment on my recent Instagram post that you listen to this exact spot oh. part in the podcast, I will Venmo you $5. Oh. Oh. I, I, I will not. I'll throw five into that. I will Venmo you $5 if you listen to this exact part of the podcast yep. and you comment on my recent Instagram post that you listen to this part. I will Venmo yep. you $5. I will too. Tyler, yeah. you're the only one. Oh, God. Okay, I will tell you. That's 20 bucks. Like, we, we can't say it. We can't, like, promote this part of it. No, no. We really want to see who's listening. We Knowing somebody, they're going to skip to this exact part. That's the very first thing. They're going to hear us talking about this. Oh, my God. I just want to come up with five bucks. It's our first giveaway. Welcome, guys. Yeah, either of our Instagrams on our recent posts. I think we are going to do a giveaway. What do you think? Like, 100 followers? Something small? Yeah. I'm down yeah, with that. We'll do something. What are you guys gonna give away? A bar stool. <laughs> yeah. A signed bar stool. A basement. <laughs> we're gonna give away a basement. Dude, that's just sick. a bar stool that in our butt sweat is all over, <laughs> yep. and we're just gonna sign it. Sign it. Right it's a little toasty in here, like my, my bar stool. It is little... pretty toasty. Yeah. It is. I think it's in my balls are sweating. So I was like, same here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could like say that on here, but I just did, so it's they okay. are. <laughs> yeah. I can clear. Ah. <laughs> just <laughs> be clear. I think that's I think that's pretty good. That, good that was a pretty good one. Yeah, I liked it. Pretty solid. All right, thanks guys for tuning in. Make sure you follow Taylor. What is it? Taylor uh, X Pearson. Taylor X Pearson. Taylor X Pearson. On all platforms. All platforms, baby. Every single platform imaginable. Uh, follow us, BSIB Pod. Uh, shoot your friends. Listen to TP's music. Please, uh, yeah. <laughs> shoot your friends is what I said. I thought you said shoot your friends. <laughs> no, he definitely did. I didn't hey, want to yo, say anything, but hey, I was so like, calm. Hey, yo, shoot, shoot your friends. Shoot your friends. <laughs> yeah, tune in, listen to my music, shoot your friends. Uh, <laughs> and, everybody And have knows. a good night. <laughs> I was to say shoot yeah. this to your friends. Yeah. Uh, thank but you, you Taylor, for friends. coming on. Yeah, right, for Make sure you check out Tyler Golf Bags, check out TP. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Peace. Peace out.